Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. For some and afternoon for others, this is Pastor Barbara Burris with the International Tabernacle of Deliverance Holiness Ministries. Amen. And I'm coming to you live, amen, to tell you what the word say. You know, uh, Bible say uh, that above uh, Jesus' name is his word. And uh, I just love his word, and I love his name because we can call on him and we can be saved right in that moment. And it's a mystery, and it's complex on how things go and what things uh, are about in life because we were born uh, and uh, have lived in this flesh so long most of us don't know about the spiritual side until we're born again. And we're born again all because Jesus, amen, took out the time uh, to love us, to forgive us, to uh, protect us, to uh, make a way, amen, in a dark world. So my thought is coming out of uh, first, uh, not first John, but John, amen, praise God, chapter 3, verses 16. And it said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And um, when I heard the thought come to me. I said, okay, God, that's what it's got to be. Amen. Praise God. You know, we don't have enough love today. The Bible said because iniquity uh, shall abound, the love of many have waxed cold. I love that word. Praise God. So uh, because of this, people don't love no more. And they don't care anymore, and they're not interested in making things right anymore. So they go on uh, doing what they feel is best in order to survive and take care of their livelihood, not knowing that God has given us love, and we don't have to do uh, unnecessary things, unrighteous acts. All of these things come from Satan. Iniquity comes from Satan. Uh, God had seen uh, that iniquity was found in him, and so he 
he removed him out of heaven. And when he cast him down, he cast him down to earth. But he gave us a warning. He said, woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth. Because Satan had come down, he had been cast down, and he has nothing of God in him. So we go on and we weep and we suffer, we endure and we moan and we have many, 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 many issues going on in our lives because of Satan. So God give us that extra push with the salvation. He gives us an assured thing uh, with the love, the agape love uh, that we're supposed to have that give us uh, that pleasure to laugh and to enjoy ourselves. Satan wants us to be bitter. He wants us to be hateful. He wants us to be whereas, amen, praise God, we will never uh, enjoy our Savior. Amen. Even in the midst of our storms and suffering, our persecution and anger, amen, praise God, and weary and stressed and uh, the anguish that we have and all the things that we go through, uh, it should bring us to that agape love because that's what that's what God is. And that's what we should be like. We should be like him. Jesus' love was so great that he died for us, and he carried a cross that wasn't even supposed to be his. He he wasn't a sinner. But the people, they preferred the robbers, the one that did insurrection and a murderer over Jesus Christ. And they tried to find fault in Christ, but they never could. I don't care how many times they searched, how many witnesses came forth. There was never a truth behind it. And Satan is that liar. He abided not in the truth, nor do he operate in the will of God, but he operates in his own wickedness. Uh, he loves the flesh. He loves to uh, destroy the flesh to make us have grief and sorrow and not joy. For many, many years, I passed through uh, many sorrows, uh, many un- unhappy and unpleasant uh, things in my life before I met Christ. And then after I met Christ as my Lord and Savior. But I was determined to know Jehovah. I was determined to know this one that died for me. And for God not only to tell me that, uh, but I wanted a relationship with him so that I could know Jesus' suffering and could understand mine. And it all brought back to what God did for us that he didn't have to do. And that was love us so much. After Adam and Eve sinned, 
that he went a step further to regain us back to him from the clutches of Satan's cruelty and to place us back in the arms of the one that created all things, mankind, all things. So I got down and I said, okay, God. I said, I got to speak what you tell me. So I went on and then in the third uh, chapter of John, it speaks about uh, Nicodemus. And the Bible says that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, that this man was a Pharisee. He was a leader. He was a ruler of the Jews. He was highly intelligent and uh, very well learned in the word. But then he see Jesus come along, and Jesus come in with a new doctrine, a new way of life. And so he decided to be uh, more uh, curious than ever before. He knew about Moses' laws. He knew the steps uh, that they took as far as their tradition uh, was concerned. But he seen Jesus, and so the Bible said the same came to Jesus. Come on now, by night. He even had to, uh, the audacity to not come in the daytime to meet Jesus because he feared for his authority and his leadership that he came to Jesus by night. Amen. Have you ever been inquisitive about a thing? But no, you can't. You can't do this in uh, my God. In, in the daytime, somebody might see you. Uh, you can't can't do this in the daytime because somebody might see you and begin to talk about you and mess up your day. So what Nicodemus did, he came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou do except God be with him. He heard about during Moses' time and the other prophets and some of the miraculous things that they did. But Jesus come right in full force after he had been baptized by John the Baptist, then turned around being led by the Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. Amen. And amen, praise God, that hour of uh, temptation, uh, the time of fasting, Holy Ghost put him on a fast 40 days and 40 nights so God could see his heart. And Satan tried to tempt him in every area of his life. But Jesus let him know it is written that we should worship the Lord our God and and him only shall we serve. It is written, I shall not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, amen, praise God. Amen, praise God. 
And so Jesus went on and, and quote those scriptures uh, to Satan. He didn't quote his word, but he quoted what the Father told him to, to quote. In order to overcome this devil, you got to give the devil back the word. So Jesus said, I can only do what I see my father doing. And then he said, I can only say what I hear my father speaking. So God called and spoke to him and told him to resist that devil. And Jesus did. Forty days and forty nights without any food or any water. And he stood his ground. We as the body of Christ are going to have to stand our ground. If we truly love his people and love him in order to overcome this devil and to keep God's people that are not able to fight, not able to stand, amen, we got to stand in the God for them because we are God's army. <clears throat> so Jesus went on and answered Nicodemus and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, uh, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Nicodemus in return asked him, say, well, 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 well how, do, how do a man be born? Uh, can a man... Uh, uh, be born when he is old. Can he enter into his mother's womb again, into the second time into his mother's womb, and be born? And Jesus answered and said, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. When we are born again, we are renewed, we are baptized, we are cleansed, and we are purified. The old man is uh, cast away, uh, it's dead, amen, and all things become brand new. When we have to be born again, that we don't have, amen, no thoughts or desires of the fleshly man, the old man, but we are renewed, amen, praise God, amen, in our spirit, man, and uh, praise God. The water also represents spirit, uh, uh, the spiritual side of cleansing, of baptism, but it also represents trouble. Uh, Job said a man is born of a woman, and he goes, uh, she goes through much trouble. Jacob said similar to the same thing. So we got to go through trouble. Uh, the Bible said many other afflictions of the righteous, but God will deliver them out of them all. And so Jesus went on and told him, you got to be born again out of the tribulation. You got to be purged. You got to be baptized. You got to be cleansed again. And your spirit man has to be renewed. Now, the spirit man has always been with us from the time we come out of our mother's womb. But after Adam and Eve sinned, the spirit man had to take the lower estate and the flesh began to dominate by the will of Satan and what was in the flesh. Ain't no good thing in the flesh. 
So we ain't no good thing in the flesh. So we have to be cleansed and purified and developed in our spirit and have to come back up to its level of authenticity. Uh, we are a spirit being. So the Bible says, Normal not that I say unto you that you must be born again. He said, don't marvel or try to ponder it, but believe. Amen. Praise God. The wind blow it where it lifts it. You notice how the wind blows, and then you don't know what direction it's coming from sometimes. Uh, sometimes you might do, but you cannot see it. Amen. You can feel it touching you. Amen. Praise God. But you can't house it in your hands. But the Bible said, Jesus said, the uh, wind blow it where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof. You can hear the sound. But cannot tell whence it coming and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You don't know when your spirit is going to be built back up. You just have to have the faith to believe that God is going to build your spirit, man, up, and you're going to make it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That you're going to be that born-again person that is born of the spirit, no longer walking after the rudiments of this world and the lust of the flesh, because the flesh, it don't profit you nothing. The flesh is going to die and go back to its element. The spirit, man, is going to go back to God, or it's going to end up in hell. Yet a soul and the spirit can go to hell if God so wills to send it there. And indeed, God even tells us to, to take mind of, 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 of who is the greatest in so many words. He said, I can kill both spirit and soul. But uh, Satan, he's after the soul. He want to destroy it. And he want to use the soul because the soul houses everything the seed of the motions, the will, desires. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Our thoughts, amen. Praise God. Our conscience, amen. Praise God. And Satan want to shipwreck it. What did uh, uh, Jesus tell Peter? He said, Satan want to sift you as wheat. That means he want to work with your soul. He want to mess up your mind. And then he want to mess up the soul that's around you. Because if you mess it up, number one, you're going to forget about God. Number two, Amen. He's gonna have you under your uh, under his control because he done messed up your soul this round. Amen. So uh, Jesus was telling the man, Amen. You got to go through this experience because it's an experience that God has put before us because of the traumatic events that will occur and because of what Satan did to us. And we got to have to have that love. We're going to have to be born again of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Are thou master of Israel? So you, you, you are well educated, well bred, in a high position, and you don't know uh, how it can happen to you? And knowest not these things? He said, you don't know them? He said, very, very, I say unto thee. We speak that we do know and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. 
I can only witness to you today because I have received the witness of the Holy Ghost, of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, that we must be born again. I had to go through sufferings like never before, like I told you, before I was saved, then after I got saved. But then Jesus went on to say, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen. And you receive not our witness. I'm a witness to you today. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And he doesn't explain the earthly things and how the flesh lives and how it does. But then we go on to see, amen, praise God, the spiritual things from the eyes of the Father. Amen, praise God. He even made it so that our eyes will be a candle, a light to our soul that is in a dark area that has to be lit up so that we can see how to walk and live a holy life. And then the Bible saying no man had answered, uh, uh, amen. Uh, okay, let me see that. And no man had ascended up to heaven, amen, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. No man has done this but Jesus Christ. Amen, praise God. He was the only one and he is the only one capable of going back to the Father because he came to the Father. And then he told us, he said, now if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. He said, now what is happening is that because I am lifted up, amen, and you believe in me, you have the right to be lifted up to ascend up to heaven uh, just as I do. Being born again means that we're no longer in the earthly bound Amen. Dealing with the earthly situations, but now we are lifted up to a higher elevation in our life that we know now that everything we have to go through God and prayer, everything that we have to yield to the Holy Spirit, amen, praise God, who is capable of taking us, amen, amen, and holding us in the position above the enemy. You don't never want to be below the enemy. You want to be above him. And Moses, uh, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so uh, must the son of man be lifted up. And uh, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This is the end of it all. We won't perish. We have eternal life when we are born again. And that love, that agape love, is inside of us, in that inward man, in the soulless realm, that when Satan comes in with all the things that he does to us, all the wickedness that he does to us, we still have a surety that God is working his love in us. And we're not supposed to be like the world. We're not supposed to have those iniquities working in us. 
but we're supposed to love so much that we'll lay down our life for a friend. Jesus laid down his life for a friend. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You won't die. You'll sleep in the love. You won't perish. You'll experience what Jesus experienced, but you'll have everlasting life. For God, amen, sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the, uh, that the world through him might be saved. He ain't coming in. He didn't come in and condemn nothing. Satan is the accuser. Jesus is the fact finder. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 11, he's not going to look at what he hear or what he see, but he's going to judge with righteous judgment. You can be out there ever so much prostituting and deceive that, amen, with the eye, the naked eye, you're prostituting. You're doing this, your thing. But he's going to look at the causes. There are causes in our lives that makes us sin and do the things that we do even when we don't want to do them and those that take pleasure in doing them. But because of God's love, he's able to cover that sin. His love covers a multitude of sin. When he died on the cross, he took our sins, cast them in the sin, forgiveness, and he didn't remember them no more. He don't bring them up. Roman 8 tells us ain't no condemnation in those that walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. He know we are, uh, 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 what you say, um, being processed, we're being made. So he goes on, amen, praise God, and don't look at those things, what he done heard somebody say about you or what he done seen. All he wants you to do is, Stay with him so that he can continue to give that agape love. Then that joy that's unspeakable. Amen. Praise God. Full of glory. Then he goes on to say, for God sent not his, his son into the world to condemn the world, but that he, amen, praise God, that the world through him might be saved. How can you condemn somebody when he want to save them? He didn't do it. He that believeth on him is not condemned. We ain't condemned, Romans 8. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Amen. And this is the condemnation that light is come and peace. The world and men love darkness rather than light, because uh, that these were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hated the light. We are a day we are called for. Amen. To the light of God. 
We have to have that light going. Praise God. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh his light. Lest his deeds should be reproved. When you're evil, the light does not come into your existence, but you walk in a dark world. So we as the body of Christ cannot be evil if we have the light of Christ. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. One way of proving yourself to God is to keep the light burning in your life. And the only way that you can keep the light burning is to not do evil, is to love one another, is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, those that are in needing for prayer or deliverance, the door is open. If you want me to pray for you, I'll pray for you. Hello? Amen. If you need prayer today, I will pray for you. If you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Lord and Savior. Amen. Remember this. God loved you enough that he gave his only begotten son. For those that are listening, if it's the CIA all the way through the workings of these songs, now is the time for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Tomorrow might be too late. Amen. Have a wonderful day. Amen. God bless.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.